Welcome to the TBD Podcast. This is your host, Allison Lassard. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys? Welcome back. So today I wanted to chat briefly about, I think, a big misconception, but I want to give you guys a different perspective to look at this through, a different lens. So on a lot of these conscious relationship, you know, sites, coaches, whatever, people on Instagram, uh, polarity teachers, things like that, you can see a lot of people in the comment section being like, but where are all the conscious, you know, women or men? Where are these people? Um, I'm not finding them. Like, they must be like 20% of the population. I see it more with the women in the comment sections than the men. Um, But, you know, who knows? That's my karma to see it that way. (laughs) Anyway, um, but I want to talk about it because I think that this is actually really common that a lot of women do have this belief that men are not um, spiritually awakened, that they're not conscious, that they're not interested in these things, or that they're not as far along as the women. So I'd like to burn this (laughs) to the ground. So let's do it. But again, we're going to look at it through the lens of Tibetan Buddhism. We're going to look at it through the lens of the lineage that I study. And just for context, this is what my teachers call heavy metal Buddhism. It's like the most radical path that you can choose. You're like, I'm going to get enlightened for the sake of all beings, not just for myself, but I'm going to achieve Buddhahood, put off my exit from the matrix until everyone's enlightened, and then we'll all be free. That's kind of the broader, you know, meaning behind what I'm studying and the purpose of it. So it's a pretty bold statement. But again, we fall into the path that we're meant to find. It's the one that I landed in. There's no accidents. So anyway, um, in this lineage of Tibetan Buddhism, I'm just going to give you guys two pieces of information so that this will help this all make sense. Number one, you're going to look at it through the lens of karma and emptiness. I talked about this in my last video. Karma, by definition, here in this system is movement of the mind and what follows. And it's based on the imprints in your mind. So your thoughts, your words and actions from before, whatever imprints those have left, that's what you're being forced to experience. That's your karma to be forced to experience these, whatever it is in your world, based on the imprints in your mind, that's your karma. Okay. And how your mind is moving. Like if you always see a certain situation and it immediately, um, you know, triggers anger, then there's an imprint in your mind for that. And so in order for your reality to change, and this is what's so empowering, you know, emptiness is saying that things are not fixed. They don't have a self-existent nature, like existing from their own side. In other words, you have to be the perceiver to create the potential in anything. And that means things are not fixed. As in your... um, X is not fixed in nature. I love to use these examples because people have really strong feelings about, especially about ex-partners and typically not very good ones. And so, but this can all change. Your ex is not fixed in nature, meaning the experience you're having of them or had of them or feeling right now is not fixed because if it were, every person in the world would have the exact same experience of them. And we know that that's not true, right? Maybe they have parents who love them or maybe they have a new partner now who's obsessed with them and you're like, wow, that's not my experience. Well, that's because that person is not fixed. They're, they're empty of a nature. They're, there's ultimate potential. Again, this is very simplified, but I just want to give you guys some brief rundown. And so if that's true, if we're looking at conscious men or conscious women from the lens of karma, from your karma, then whatever you're seeing right now, if you're seeing a lack of conscious people 
in your world, then it's because your karma is forcing you to experience that right now in that way. The good news is that it can change. And the way that it can change is that you have to create new imprints. You have to start showing up differently, speaking differently, acting differently. You can't just will it into being. You can't just sit on your couch like I am and be like, oh, I'm just going to wish that this conscious person would arrive. You can try, but per the laws of karma, you're still going to be forced to experience whatever imprints you have going on. And again, these things take time to grow, right? It doesn't just happen overnight. It's like you don't plant a, a flower seed and get your flower the next day. You're going to have to water it. It's going to take time. And so they say like karma, you know, sometimes it's, a, it's an accumulation. Sometimes things ripen really quickly and sometimes they take a long time. And we're talking even past lives, you know, future lives. They're talking in this way as well. Anyway. Back to the, so that's very brief rundown of how to apply this. And so if you're like, where are all the conscious men? If you're a woman watching this, which the majority of people that watch my videos are women, but not all, the majority of people that come to me for, for mentorship are in heterosexual couples, but that's not everybody. I'm just saying that's the majority. So what I see the majority of people online are, are straight women who are like, where are all the conscious men? You guys, let us right now understand that Number one, you've got to change your karma because if that's what you're seeing, and this used to be me. So I just want to say, I get it. Um, you know, I didn't have like a terrible upbringing and I haven't had really terrible experiences with men. Um, grateful for that, but that doesn't mean that it's all been easy, right? I've definitely had some challenges. Um, and there was definitely a point in time where the people that I was experiencing and seeing in my orbit, in my vortex, whatever, in my world, were not that aware. And so, now I actually did an exercise and this goes to show how much things can change even in just a matter of years. But I was doing my morning pages the other day, which I do every morning from the artist's way, three freehand, you know, freestyle brain dump. And I was like, you know what? I was thinking about really amazing couples that are in my immediate sphere, people that I either know personally or know through a friend, you know what I mean? Like close to me. And I was like, let me write down all these couples. Because again, I was thinking about this topic and I was thinking about how many people don't see it in their world. Um, and so then I made a list of how many couples I know personally. And it was like 15 people off the top of my head. I was like, wow, that is different than it used to be. I was not seeing what we'll call like kind of like conscious power couples for lack of a better term. I think it's kind of cheesy, but you know what I mean? People who share similar values as me and people that I admire and respect you know, being together in a couple, they don't all work together or anything, but you know what I'm saying? Like couples that I really respect. I'm like, wow, they have a really beautiful connection. So when the list was long, I was like, this is pretty amazing because again, it, it goes to show that this can change. Number two, you really have to ask yourself some pretty deep questions. The first questions would be like, how do you even define conscious partnership? People have a lot of fantasy, you guys, about what this means. People think that I don't know, it's, it's diluted to think this way, but it happens. It's like Disney thinking that, I don't know, but it's, and, and you might even think that you need to be like perfectly healed for them to arrive. And you certainly do not, um, you know, people are gonna come in at a certain level of consciousness similar to where you're at. And in some cases, people can really grow together. It might be really hard sometimes, you know, I'm not here to judge because everyone's relationship is different. Some couples that say they're in a conscious relationship are in constant processing. See, I don't care for that type of relationship. I don't, that's not the type of relationship that I've wanted. And so I've had to do, I feel like I've done more 
self-awareness and emotional work to get to the place where now I don't really, I'm not attracting that heavy duty processing all the time. There are remnants of it sometimes that pop up, but overall I would say every couple is different, you know? So it's not really defined in a, in a linear objective way. It really depends on where you're at and what you're looking for. But I would say it's really important to know your values. People think they know your va- their values and they're like, I want a spiritual partner. And, and this is this is fun. I did this exercise with one with one of my teachers. Um, I've been in her. I was in her immersion in the spring. A relationship immersion. Hot God Club. Go follow her account, Sydney. Um, she's great. And she had us do and I've done values exercises before. But what we did was write down our values and then write how we're embodying the values through body, speech and mind, which in this lineage of Tibetan Buddhism, it's very important because, again, that's how you're creating your karma. That's how you're planting, let's say, quote unquote, new seeds you need to show up in new ways. So through your actions, through how you're speaking or the things that you're saying to people, through your mindset and the thoughts that you're you know, focusing on, how is that an embodiment of your value? So if you say you want a spiritual partner, like what does spiritual mean to you? And then how are you embodying it? Like for me, I, I devotion is a very high value for me. And what I mean by devotion is probably more like integrity. That's big honesty keeping, you know, keeping your word, following through with the things that you say that you're going to do, um, you know, communicating openly and lovingly, kindness and compassion are really big. But if you have a lot of like people pleasing tendencies, you'll have to work through this because a lot of people have a hard time hearing like honest, open communication when you're talking about deeper issues, wounding things that you're sensitive about. Um, you can do this in a really loving way when you're taking full ownership. So let's get there next. But I was going to say, write your values down and then really write, how am I embodying this? For me, devotion is important. So is integrity. So I keep my word. When I say I'm going to commit to something, I do it. If I can't commit to it, I don't say yes. Um, I have a spiritual practice. I meditate basically every single day. Um, I study. I'm taking classes. I'm being mentored. Like my spiritual growth is where I spend a lot of time and money and energy. So it's a really high value for me. Obviously, I'm also a teacher. I'm here. I'm making content. I have a business, right, uh, to be of service. I'm, yeah. So you see what I'm saying? Um, yeah, compassion is a really high value. So I'm speaking lovingly. I'm taking ownership of my shit. I'm not being rude just for the sake of it. I'm When I'm angry, I know that I need to go and deal with that within myself before I approach a whatever a partner a family member whoever it is even a client I haven't had issues lately but I'm just saying if that's the case like you you've got to know how to self-regulate you know what I mean you gotta be in radical responsibility so let's go there next this is like my the final point that I wanted to make let me just check on the time yeah so when you're taking full ownership your life can change but if you're not if there are lingering threads of I want to be a victim I want to be powerless I don't want to take responsibility for this thing because then my life is going to change or people aren't going to like me anymore. Or again, the inner people pleaser starts to get triggered. It's like, oh God, you're dancing on eggshells. You're not speaking up. And therefore it's muddy. You know, the lines of communication are muddy or you're not actually being honest with people because you're, you're holding back because you're afraid of how you're going to be perceived or how they're going to take it. Like you can't be on this path. I mean, people that say they want to have a conscious relationship and they're not willing and, and ready to take a hundred percent ownership of their side of the street. 
then in my opinion, you're not ready for this kind of relationship. It may arrive, but will it be sustainable? Probably not. You know, you'll get caught up in the same wound and the same loop over and over again, because that's what ends up happening. And then a lot of times the relationship will dissolve. And sometimes it's sad because it's like it's it's not even necessarily a terrible relationship. It could be that the two people are just not like ready or aware enough to be together in such an intensity without constantly activating each other. And then if you're not taking responsibility on top of that, it can become really icky really quickly. And unfortunately, a lot of that can degrade the relationship and the, the trust and the intimacy. Um, what I see in the undercurrent of where are the conscious men especially is a lot of unresolved anger towards men, a lot of... Um, almost feeling entitled to be treated a certain way, but not, definitely not. You can feel and sense in the comments because I'm sensitive to energy because I've been doing this a long time and I'm intuitive and I've been on this road with some tough male teachers. <laughs> I'll call them all teachers because they're all blessings in disguise, even the hard ones. Um, you can feel in the comments that 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 these women are hurting that they're that they haven't processed their feelings completely um and they certainly aren't in a place where compassion is at the top of the list and that's because it's really hard you guys to this is not an easy practice like i said the the lineage i'm studying is that is like the highest path of buddhism because it's the most radical because it requires the most of you i think um of your mindset of your consciousness to like get to the place where you could actually put, let's just say it, the whole world before you in terms of enlightenment, to be like, I'm gonna do this for others. But again, if you're in martyrdom, if you're like, I need to be validated for my pain, I need to go trudge up this mountain because I need everyone to validate me for it and suffer, and this that's different. That's not it, you guys. This is like when you're in overflow and you're taking such great care of yourself, you're nourished, you've got you know your practices, you've got community, you've got support, you're loving yourself, you're being there for you. When you're in that state, it's easy to serve others, whether that be your partner, uh, your family and friends, your clients, it's easy, strangers, Right? You can dedicate your efforts because you don't feel like you're hoarding stuff. You don't feel like you're in scarcity. You don't feel like you're starving. You don't feel empty. You feel full. And when you feel, and I know this about myself too, when I'm not, uh, and I'm very good with my self-care, but if I don't rest enough, if I don't take breaks um, for enough time because I need creative breaks, if I don't take time away to really nourish myself or if I'm going through something that's upsetting me and I don't, I don't really take the time with it, I get short. I notice my temper is a lot, um, and again, I'm way better. Oh my God, this has improved 180 degrees. But it's like, I still notice that I don't have the patience, you know? And it's not just the patience, like I don't have the depth of compassion available when I don't feel full. And so you really gotta ask yourself, if you're like, where are all the fucking conscious people? Like, what is your tone, number one? How are you embodying all of the qualities that you want in these men? You want these magical men to show up. But guess what? Like I said, you're experiencing your reality through the lens of your karma. I feel blessed now to say, wow, I'm surrounded by a lot of incredible men and women who are very conscious and very self-aware. But that is simply because I changed my karma. I started, and again, I had pretty, I must have had pretty good seeds to begin with because thankfully I haven't had a terrible experience there. But I'm saying it's dramatically improved. The quality of the connections has improved in, at least in my personal life, definitely the levels of trust and, and deeper intimacy. But again, 
I've had some tests with certain people that have struggled a lot with, um, and I used to struggle with these things, so I can relate. But sometimes it's hard when you're being really honest and you're not attacking and you're calling things into the light that have been in the shadow, could be behaviors, things you're not tolerating. Like, I think people get confused with this and at times they think like that compassion means don't have boundaries or compassion means don't, don't like stand up for yourself or be, let people walk all over you. It's nothing like that. It's like you get to a point where you're embodying your values so much that you don't have to constantly assert, quote unquote, your boundaries and tell people, treat me this way, treat me that way. They don't even show up disrespectfully. You don't attract that behavior anymore. You, it's, it's very rare. If you really start to, to change these things within you and change your mind and rewire your mind at, through body speech and, and your actions, like you're not attracting that same whatever, bullshit from the past. So you're going to notice that not only are your connections better, but you're not dealing with the same type of testing. I call it like little tests, you know, but they're, they're just a reflection of our karma ripening right before our very eyes. So if you continue to be in the same loop, or again, you're not seeing conscious men or women around, or you're constantly fighting with people, or you have all this unresolved feelings. Like I said, women that are in the comments, and I am calling out women in the sense because this is where I see it the most. There's definitely plenty of men that need to have this conversation, but I'm just saying most of my clients are women who date men. And what I can tell you is that you got to really take a long, hard look to, to swallow the pill <laughs> of how you're showing up and, and who you're being. Because a lot of people feel entitled to this and they are not showing up in these ways, simply not embodying it, period, end of story, which is why you're not finding it, which is why they're not arriving, which is why men aren't treating you well. doesn't mean that you don't deserve it or that you're a bad person or that you did anything. Again, you deserve it, but you have to also create your reality. Like you've got to create the karma for it if you're not experiencing it through this system that I'm talking about. If this doesn't resonate, let it go. I've been experiencing even in just this year, Forget it, the things that I learned before this from, like I said, some great polarity teachers, some great relationship coaches out there that are doing spiritual work. Um, I learned a lot of great things. I implemented those things. It's really, really, really improved things. And then this has taken it, the Buddhist practice have taken it to the next level because now it's not just about me. Now I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm good. Like I feel good. Uh, I, I almost got to the point where I was like, now I'm kind of like, I want to give back. I don't, it's not all about me anymore. So I'd like to be of service. What's the best way? And then I found a lineage that allowed me to learn a really amazing, practical, um, efficient, and um, meaningful system that works to get on the enlightenment train. So um, that's my thoughts on this. You know, create the karma to have conscious people showing up. But seriously, sit down and look at how you're showing up. Don't delude yourself. Um, if you're experiencing a lot of unkindness in your world or men again are disrespecting you or they're being deceitful or lying or um i don't know just not treating you not cherishing you not devoting themselves to you fully not showing up for you not moving a fucking mountain for you because i'll be honest they will because i would do it too but for men especially when they want something they will move heaven and earth if they really want it. So trust and believe that that's facts. <laughs> What's hard to swallow is that if someone's not that into you, then they won't. And that can be painful. But you know what? Better to know the truth. So, you know, take inventory, take the time, because if you really want it, you have to do your part, right? Because I'm, I'm not an advocate for leaning back and blaming people for anything. It just simply 
is futile. It's pointless. It's a waste of your time. You'll keep experiencing the same shit, which works for some people because if nothing changes, nothing changes. And for some people, that's fine. It means they can continue to be enabled to not take responsibility and not feel the stuff that they haven't been feeling or, like I said, really own it and admit to themselves, I'm responsible for what I'm what I'm going through. That can be really hard. And again, if you have a lot of trauma, if you haven't healed certain things, you might not be ready for what I'm saying, right? So click off if so, it's fine. It doesn't have to resonate. Um, But if it does resonate, really, I encourage you to give this a try because everyone's where they need to be. So I know that this is YouTube. This is not my personal practice. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're experiencing. I know that, again, heavy metal Buddhism, it's not for everyone. And it's for a certain point in your journey where you're really like, okay, I'm ready for radical responsibility. So if you're not seeing conscious people, become more conscious. Bottom line, you become the person. Embody the qualities that you want through the way that you're showing up. Like I said, the way that you're speaking, how you're acting towards others, how you're thinking. Obviously, I teach meditations and things to help you guys. So if you want more, I've got something coming. First and foremost, I thought this was one of the most important practices. It's been really, really good. I've been doing this practice every day, um, almost every single day this month. Uh, for the last month, I should say, last couple of weeks. And it is a purification meditation. Um, And so I'm hosting a free workshop on Monday, October 16th, pretty soon, like two, not quite two weeks. Um, And it will be 90 minutes. It'll be uh, a combination of a little talk, the meditation, a burning ritual where we're going to write some things down and literally burn it together on the workshop. I love using fire element. I think it's super powerful. And then we'll end it with um, like some shares, a Q&A, and that's it. You'll be able to ha- have access to the replay for 72 hours only. So if you can't make it, register anyway. Um, you'll get the replay within 24 hours, and then you'll have three days to watch it before the link expires. So that's the scoop. It's called The Magic of Purification. Uh, again, 90 minute free workshop. So the link to register for that for free is in the description box. Yeah, I'd love to hear your comments. Again, this this might not be easy to hear. It depends on where you're at. But I can tell you um, with total faith and confidence that it's worth doing this stuff. It's worth leaning in and really asking yourself, where do I embody the qualities that I want to experience in a conscious partner? Like I said, what are your values to begin with? How are you truly doing those things? And then Keep doing them. Keep giving to others. Keep giving your compassion. Be loving. But again, if you need to resolve, like I said, a little people-pleasing first, then then tend to that first and, and start to learn how to put your needs first. Again, we're all in different places. I'm in a bit, I'm in a different place now, but I've dealt with people and been in relationship with people who really struggle with that. And to be, to feel exposed, to have the truth come to the light, to, to be able to have this kind of intimacy and also the radical honesty can feel jarring to your nervous system. Again, when it's coming from a loving place, the person will probably, both people will probably be receptive to it. It might be hard, but because you're not used to it. Most people are not used to telling the truth, you guys. Please understand this. Most relationships are not honest. People are not actually saying how they feel. They're not actually talking about things openly. They're just not. They're tap dancing because they don't want to disrupt the connection or they don't want to be alone or they don't want to be abandoned. Most people don't even take the time to inquire and sit with themselves in quiet and actually ask deeper questions. So that's why for me, a conscious relationship is different than maybe it is for other people. But for me, it is a vehicle for evolution. It's a vehicle for raising your consciousness. It's, it's, it's a place for alchemy. It should also be fun, joyful, playful, loving, intimate. And it's going to feel like a burn sometimes because it's the yoga of relationship. 
and yoga, you know what I mean? Not just the physical asanas, but like the meaning of yoga, you know, it's just like, it's not easy all the time, but it doesn't have to be hard either constantly. Because if you're in, like I said, constant processing, maybe you need to work with someone one-to-one and do a little more on your own so that you're not bringing all that to the table constantly and triggering each other. Um, yeah, I'll leave you guys with that. I've got hope for you. Keep the faith. There are a lot of amazing conscious people out there wanting to be in relationship. And so I love you guys. If you have any questions, comments, whatever, keep it classy. Leave it in the comment section and I will talk to you guys soon.